How many times does someone call you crazy? I mean, what is what is? <laughs> what? Exactly, what's crazy? What you know? You guys make me question every fucking word out there. Why? Because you guys are like, I don't know. I just never really thought of it. <laughs> like, what is being crazy? This is not crazy. Join us every Thursday to get real. Talk Ciao. <laughs> Okay, Alondra just told me to get the fuck over it because she's wearing her hair like in a sock bun kind of thing. So, great way it's to It's cute. Start. It's cute. But Miranda, say it. Say it right now. What? What are you supposed to say in the beginning? Oh. Every time. What's up, guys? What's poppin'? Welcome back. This is episode 12. I can't Woo. believe it. Um, so, we have done a lot this week. We have a logo. Thank you to Colin Cooper. At yes, thank you. Um, we love it. Like we didn't really know what we wanted, and Alondra's more picky than I am. So mm-hmm. we were like in a group chat with him, and I was like, "Oh, I like it." I was like, "Let's just go with it." I'm a very like, I see something, I'm like, "Okay, let's do it." Like I'm just very like, whatever. Well, I am. If you don't know already, so as we go on, you guys will like learn more things about Miranda and I, but something I'm very interested in is art. I actually create my own art. And so of course, like when I see someone else creating art for us, I'm like, eh, I don't know, is that? But you know what? He did amazing. It came out unreal. I am very, very picky, as Miranda said, and I approved. So if you ever need print done, a logo created, I suggest going to him for sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, so let us know. I've gotten a lot of people who commented like on the logo and like my, with a lot of my friends saying that they wanted merch. I actually, oh yes! Wait, let's be more excited. We're getting merch. Yes, we are getting merch. Um, we're probably gonna start small. We'll, we'll probably start with like shirts, tanks, hats. Um, let us know like what you guys want and like the sizing and stuff. So we're trying to get like a general idea before we just like order a bunch of shit and like hope for the best. We've also yes. got a few emails of people reaching out for the podcast, so it's definitely going good. Thanks to you guys. Thank you. Yes, yes. It. Um, thank you for everyone who has rated us on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that, too. Um, we kind of got rid of, like, the anonymous thing because Alondra and I find that, like, people are just getting more comfortable, like, just messaging us. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, like, text Alondra, and I'm like, do you know this person? And she's like, no, do you? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, and I think it's because like we like make you guys feel comfortable just kind of like coming out and talking to us or if you see me out, um, just like coming up and talking to me. And like, I honestly think that's way better than just an anonymous thing. So we're yeah. gonna scratch that. Um, it's been pretty, it, yeah, it's been awesome seeing all of the brave faces, brave souls coming out and being like, listen, this is my story, share it. I don't care, go for it. That's what we want to see. That is kind of why we created this podcast. Guys, it is hard to create a podcast. It is really freaking weird. Yeah. The last episode, obviously, we were a little tipsy. I still think it was fun. I went back and listened, and I was like, wow. In the first half, my voice is like, oh, my God. Like, no, 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 no. And then at the end, I sound normal again. I don't know what was up with that, but you know what? It happens. I 
if you ever want to make a podcast, just know hearing your own voice is kind of miserable sometimes. Um, kind of shows you how you know self-conscious we can be as a collective or whatever, but just do it. Do what you got to do, even if it means hearing yourself sing, hearing yourself talk, whatever it may be. Oh my God, so you guys probably would never think this because I started a podcast, but I actually hate my voice. It's very like raspy and nasally. And then people come up to me or like when I was in Buffalo with Alondra, her friend gave me like a compliment on my voice. And I was like, oh, thank you. And so that made me feel nice, but like that made me feel good. But that's something that like, I feel like I overcome now because like the other day, like I listened to the podcast, like on the Alexa, like in my house, like blaring. I was like cleaning my house and I listened to us and I was like, I can't believe I'm listening to like Alondra and I talk right now. like. <laughs> I never thought we would do something like that. I hope we would, but so it's a good feeling. It's kind of weird, but you know what? We did it. We got over the hump of the awkwardness of the weirdness. And guys, like we said, we never thought anyone would listen. But here you are listening, and we want to thank you immensely because it seriously means a lot. We have people reaching out, like Miranda said, mm-hmm. and we're ready to get the ball rolling on this show. Like, yeah, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Um, So... It's just Alondra and I, we're back separated. Um, So for this one, the title is, She Left Without Saying Goodbye. Ooh, ooh, what is that about? So this episode is inspired by a freaking drunk conversation I had in college about three years ago with my neighbor, who was a guy, and we became very, very good friends. Tell me about him, I wanna know. so he probably, not even being biased, not even, because he's my friend, is probably one of the nicest, most respectful guys I've ever met. Like, and it's funny, so obviously I'm from New York, going down to school in South Carolina. I meet him the first week and he's from Albany. He's also a New York boy. So he wasn't a Southern Belle boy. <laughs> um, and we just hit it off like we he was very he's very shy very to himself mind his business but um we were good friends and i remember one day we kind of had a combo and he made me watch this little like video on youtube about this public speaker and he was talking about like you know guys hitting on girls and he was like miranda like you know if a guy approaches you or whatever and is and then i actually texted him today and he's like i can't believe you remember this conversation and i was like oh yeah Something just stick with you. Something stick with you. And he was just kind of saying, he's like, you know, if a guy comes up to you and they're like, you're hot, you're beautiful, you're sexy. He's like, like, if they're not even asking you like what your name is, like how you're doing, like, you know, if, if you want to like have this conversation with this man, you don't even know. Um, he's like, that's kind of like a red flag. He's like, you know, or if a guy comes up to you and you've seen him before and he says like, Hey, I'm Brad, hey, I'm whatever, what's your name? Like, oh, are you out with your friends tonight? Like, and like tells you you're beautiful along the way. He was like, chances are they wanted to tell you that for a while. Yeah. Using into it. Um, And he made a comment, Alondra, about the loudest guys in the bar (laughs) when they approach girls versus the quiet guys in the bar who kind of stay off to the side, mind their business with their boys. He's like, yeah, what's the it, why is it creepy when the quiet guy comes up to you? And you know what, like, like, do you think that, like, what, how do you feel about that? So why is it creepy if the quiet guy comes up to you? Because as women, like, 
when you're in the bar and you have the loud guy at the bar, he is slamming shots of Jose Cuervo and he is, he's just like, yeah, woo. He's like Wolf of Wall Street over here. He's yeah, Wall Street Pete. At some point. Yeah. He's Wall Street Pete pumping on his chest. Like, you know, he's with the boys. He's trying, you know, and then all of a sudden he turns to you. Every, the, everyone's eye is on this loud guy, right? Everyone's eye. Yeah. He turns to you and he's like, you're hot. Let's go home together. You're like, oh, the most popular guy in the bar wants to take me home? Frick yeah, like, let's yeah. do it. But then you have, you know, Sweet Pete. Sweet yeah. Pete is in the corner. <laughs> he's, he's chilling with his guys, you know, really just trying to have a good night. And he strolls on up to you and he's like, hey, you're beautiful. Now, he isn't the most popular guy in the room, but girlfriend, boyfriend, that person that's quiet in the corner having fun might have the best personality. They could have the same personality. Sweet Pete and Wall Street Pete can be the same, and just in crowds, they're different. Yeah. However, however, you are really dis, you know, you're not giving Sweet Pete a chance because you want to go home with some guy who's really really loud and yes even the really loud guy might be cool loud guys you're probably cool too but what we're saying is do not get rid of someone do not count someone out just because they're chilling and keeping to themselves that's maturity alondra like i don't know about you but i feel like for me like i'm a very like you know we're both very like confident women like when we go out with our Shein five dollar shirts yes buying our own drinks like I am not really surprised when the loud Wall Street guy that's loud buying everyone shots approaches me. I'm not really surprised, but I sometimes I like, I think it's cute when like the shy guy approaches you. you know, yeah, like, shy hey, guys. Shy what? guys approach, shy guys approach. I'm like, oh my God, hi. And like, I almost want to make them feel more comfortable because they're like taking a shot. Like to, yes. like to talk to me. Like, you know what I'm talking about when we were out in Rochester the other week that guy we were talking to oh i loved him and that like like someone like that so because he was sweet and he was shy and he shot his shot yeah and so when he said that to me i was like oh my god i was like don't i was like i like that you kind of keep to yourself and are more reserved and you kind of you know like i i mean i remember i'm sure you could relate being in college like i remember being at coastal and like a guy coming over and talking to me it's like bro you bar I've already seen you talk to six girls already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come on. Miranda, read your friend's story because, guys, today's episode is about red flags. Okay, so the title of this episode, you know, was She Left Without Saying Goodbye. We're going to get into the first red flag. Yes. Let's so, I texted him, and I'm like, uh, I, I texted him about, like, our comm or whatever. I couldn't believe I remembered it. And he was like, you're right, I mind my own business if I'm talking to a girl I'm into and she somehow brings up her ex or her old fling that's trying to reach out to her, I'm like, see ya. Cause they're letting it happen and most likely enjoying the attention. Boys, girls, if the ex is still around. Red flag. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. And I said, and then he said, and then he said, I went to dinner with a girl um, I'll admit it wasn't exactly planned as a day. However, it was me and her. I had a great time, blah, 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 blah. Then her ex called her. She said, sorry, I have to take this. My ex won't leave me alone. And she left without saying goodbye.
So you mean to tell me that your friend who sounds like, you know, I sounds like a lot of girls would chase him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So you're, you mean to tell me that this guy and this girl, even though it wasn't planned as a date, let's be real spontaneity is the best kind of date where it just kind of happens where they're vibing, they're hitting it off. And this girl literally walks away to take a phone call from her ex and never says goodbye, never shows up again. Like what? You know, and, um, I want to like emphasize a little bit because guys get a lot of heat and I'll be the first to admit that. Alondra will be the first to admit that, but that was a jab. And you know what? If he was a Wall Street P, I'd be like, yeah, girl, you savage. But he's a new... He's a, he's a nice guy. So he's a sweet P. He's a sweet pea. And maybe she didn't know that yet, but you know what, Alondra? Like, I'm just going to keep it real. I wouldn't do something like that, would you? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Me and Dalton can break up today, for example, and I can go hang out with a guy and maybe we're hitting it off. Yeah, because sometimes you do kind of find people too quickly. That's another episode, another time. But I can be out with a guy and if Dalton's blown me up, even though he broke up with me this morning, um, I'm sorry, I'm gonna enjoy that time. Live in the here and now. Take that call to your ex later. It can wait. That person can wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he goes to say, then she texted me way later stating, sorry, I didn't mean to leave that way, but I knew he wouldn't leave me alone. And he literally cheated on her while they were dating. I go, girls love that shit, some girls. But when a nice guy comes along, they're too nice, never change. And he said, you know, it's frustrating because I'm at a point in my life where I don't need toxicity or want to play games. Bingo. Ladies, all guys do not want to play games with you. Like, no. Leave that shit for the Wall Street Peak guys. Like, <laughs> leave it. And I'm, I was shook. I wanted to cry for him because he's a nice cat. He's a nice boy, Alondra. Like, he's a nice boy. And you know what? Like, Going back, you know, we've done a whole episode on breakup. We've done a whole episode on cheating. You know, no one is making people move on. No one is telling you to on these dates with people. No one is, you know, you are in control of your own life. I always say that. Mm -hmm. And me being single for so long now, um, a big big part of why I was is because it's like, I'm not going to go on dates with nice guys when I'm still damaged. Yes, yes, say oh, that again. Fair. I'm not gonna go oh, with yeah. nice guys when I'm still damaged. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to, fair to them, fair to women, you know, got, you know, it goes both ways to figure out who hurt you. Yeah, Miranda, I always ask you to repeat things that I think really that the listeners need to hear. Yeah. For example, do not go out with someone if you're still feeling damaged from something else. Damaged to a point that you're going to pick up a phone call and leave dinner with someone because you want to, you have unfinished business with someone. And I always said, yeah, absolutely. And I always said, you know, I would never jeopardize something good with a good guy over someone who's literally broke my heart, been unloyal to me, disrespected me and like girls we get it it's hard Alondra and I are the probably 
the most understanding people you'll ever meet. But then we have to understand the other side too, because you know what? Like I've been on dates with guys and I've hung out with guys, had situationship with guys. It's like, I totally forgot the damage. And I'm like, am I even damaged anymore? It's cause like your mind gets distracted in the, in the healthy distractions. Mm-hmm. If you let it though, if you let it, you know, yeah. if you that girl who goes and answers the phone calls and runs back to the toxicity, you know, my good friend here, he, you know, he's going to, he's, he's got to carry on with his life at that point. Like, why should he? But the thing with him is, is like, you told me he knows he's a good guy and he's not going to put up with shit. So nope. if you're listening right now and you have someone who is in contact with their ex, this goes for people in relationships and goes for people out, like, you know, in situationships, in talking, on first dates, whatever it may be. If they're still in contact with their ex, but it's negative energy, if it's not like, oh, me and my ex are pals, whatever, that's a whole different story. But if it's like, if it's like my ex is texting me every time I'm out on a date kind of thing, you need to realize that that is a red flag and you need to walk away just as our lovely anonymous person did. You have to realize that you're a good person anyways and that that has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with the person. They are in, they're in the red zone. They're in the freaking red zone. Leave them be until they step in yellow and you know what? Best case scenario, the green. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Miranda, what's another red flag? Like when you're first meeting someone, when you're first talking to someone, when something begins, what's another red flag? Aggression. Too aggressive, too quick. Um, I had a guy the other night when I was out, walk up to me, Alondra, hug me and say, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. I don't know you. I've never seen you before in my life. Okay. Sweet comment, but you're kind of overstepping. And it has everything to do with like the tone of voice, the, yes. the demeanor, you know? like everything they're doing. It's like, oh, you're beautiful. And, and like, what do you expect me to say to that? Like, what did he expect you to say? Alondra, I don't know about you. I don't know about other women, but I'm to the point where just come up to me and say, hey, I'm Pete. Hey, I'm Joe. Hey, I'm whatever the hell your name is. What's your name? Like, are you out with your friends tonight? Like, just talk to me like a human being. Cause you know what? The other night, Alondra and I were out together and she says, Miranda, you're not into any of the guys that are talking to you. I said, they all say the same thing. Yes. They all say the same thing. And she goes, you're right, you're right. Okay, question. This is for a list, this is like like a rhetorical question. So I don't expect an answer, but this is something I wanna put out there for this certain situation that you're talking about. Now, if you go up to a girl and you're like, you're beautiful, you go up to a guy and you say, you're hot. You go up to a gender non-conforming person and you say, you're beautiful, whatever the situation may be. Now, what do you expect them to say? And why is it that you feel you need to comment on someone's appearance before you comment on their soul, before you even get the chance to get to know what's inside? Why are you what their name is? Why does someone's looks why do someone's looks matter more than what their name is? Seriously. I think a lot of times guys feel like they have to be, you know, oh, you're so beautiful, you're, you know, you're hot, you're, boy, anyone who's listening, don't ever walk up to me and tell me I'm hot. Um, nope. Um, like, I, I don't understand, like, why you, why you think that that's the way to get girls. 
And you know, I did have a guy, one out of all the guys that ever tried to hit on me, and I say that in the humble way, I had a guy one night who come, came up to me and said, hi, what's your name? And I said, I'm Miranda. And I got his name. And he's like, you know, I, I know you're with your friends, like, but I'd like, to, I'd like to talk to you sometime, like maybe at a different bar, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. And I gave him my number. This boy texted me 72 hours later. Oh, two, wait, two days? No, that's like four days. Sorry, I can't do math, guys. I'm sorry. That's more than two days. And he's like, hey, like, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so from the other night. Like, how's your day going? And I'm like, smooth. Like, yes. I, th- I answered, like, I feel like I answered him probably really quickly. I'm like, that was smooth. Because it's like, you see, I'm enjoying my time with my friends. You're with your boys. You thought I was cute in my sheen shirt and my little cocktail, but you're not gonna interrupt my night. You're not overbearing. Ladies, how many times has a guy came up to you and talked to you at the bar and it's 11.30 and before you know it, it's 1.10 and they're still right there? <laughs> like, come on. No. Do you wanna hear something funny? Um, you know, instead of going up to someone saying like, your looks, your this, you're hot, you're beautiful. This kind of goes on the line of looks, but it kind of doesn't. This might be the best way to pick up a girl. Instead of saying like, you're hot, girls work damn hard on their eyebrows, let me tell you. So Dalton has been playing the wingman for his friends in undergrad. Like, I remember this. So he was always the wingman and he would go up to girls and say, hey, like, even if the guy was like, oh, that girl's cute, but like, wasn't, didn't have intentions, Dalton was like, well, I'm matchmaker, like, I'm gonna do it anyways. So he would go up to these girls and be like, my friend told me you have the best eyebrows in here. Yes. <laughs> like, comment on her style. Comment I think always, like, gets me, because I remember, I told you the, the salon, it was like in the winter time, and this guy came up to me, and I had like a fox, probably she, and coat on, and he like, touched my coat, and he was like, I like this, like, I like your style. Yes! Your outfit, and I was like, oh my God, thank you, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't think he said I I think he just complimented my clothing. I realized when I go out now, I compliment people's things. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like, and like, we'll get into the material things as our next red, red flag, but it's not about materials. It's more like, oh wow, like, your hair color fits you well. Like, wow, your shoes, they really go with like what you're wearing. Like, I'm not like, oh, that brand is hot, but I'm like, oh, that looks good. Like you did well, you worked hard on that. I get it. And Alondra, I think it's just, we gotta step back for a second and say like, you know, some girls might fucking eat that shit up if you walk up to her and say you're hot or Mm -hmm. you're that. And that's okay, that's you. But I'm saying like, some, I mean, if you're any, like, Alondra and I, personally, that's not things that get us. Nope, never and, will be. And, you know, I take pride in that because it's like, you know, I, if you're going to come up to, you know, I'm, I've done all the, I've done all this. I've, I'm, I've, I've had all these situationships, whatever. So it's like, if you're going to come up to me and say, you're hot, it's like, okay, like, thank you, next, like. Yeah, you know, I'm looking for something that's really gonna stick out, and you know, I feel like a lot of girls kind of have that mindset too. Yep. Um, and that kind of gets into like what we're talking, what the next things that we're gonna talk about. Yeah, but like, just think about this, guys. Like, you know what? A red flag 
for a lot of people can be that you compliment their looks before you even ask them what their names are. So those are two of our red flags. And we're about to get into the next one, which is all about material. What is it, Miranda? So materialistic things. If you have a Tesla or a BMW or an Audi, it's awesome. Those are nice. Good things. for you. Good for you. Nice foreign vehicles. Go off. Um, and you have a boat and you have a jet ski, or your dad has a boat and your dad has a jet ski, but you take people. Or a yacht. Or a yacht. Those students at Villanova always had yachts. Oh, at Coastal, same. Um, I'll never hate, but that is awesome for you. That's great. But let me tell you, those things, guy listeners, my brother, my cousins, I say this to them all the time. If you never want... I'm so sorry, guys, uh, to interrupt Miranda. If you hear an ice cream truck, it's because I moved. (laughs) It's because I moved to the city and I swear to God, this ice cream truck goes by eight times a day, okay? So continue, continue. I say something wrong. No. Like my listeners, guys, you never want to pick up a girl with the materialistic aspects of your life because life isn't perfect, and we all, you know, hit bumps in the roads. Mm-hmm. Our jobs. I had a very good job before COVID. I lost my job. Um. You know, life isn't perfect. And you know what? There might come a day where you have to sell the yacht or you have to sell the Tesla and things are altered. And those things are the things that you sold to this girl. Yeah, to get that's, her what you, yeah that's what you want her over with or him over with all yeah. your material possessions. And it's like, so when those things are out of the picture, what about you? did you get about that person and don't get me wrong. what did you sell what did you sell that was your soul like i'm not meaning like sell your soul to the devil but like what like how did you sell yourself to this person and if your material material possessions are gone will this person still like you for you yes i agree you know if you know because things happen and, and someday you might have to to sell those things or whatever it's like if you it's like I've even heard some guys say like, I have a guy friend that's like, I don't buy girls drinks at the bar because I don't want to get a girl's attention by buying her a drink or or doing something like buying her something. Yes, pause right there. No, pause right there. Do you know how many times like I, me and my friends go to the bar and my one girlfriend will be like, oh, this guy's hitting on me. He, I'm going to get us to buy it. I'm going to get him to buy us around. Be right back. That happens more often than you know, men and ladies too out here buying drinks for men. Yeah, power move to you. That's amazing. Yeah, feminism. Let's go. But yeah, that guy is. If it's your yeah, exactly. Life, right? Yeah, for sure. But like, if that's your way of like flirting, that person is gonna use you if they're not really interested romantically. Which yeah. seven times out of ten, that's the case. Yes. And Lalando, let's step back for a second guys who have a Tesla and a yacht and all that. I'm not saying I wouldn't be with someone with those things because me myself am very successful too and have nice things. 
But I'm saying that's not going to be our glue. That's not going to be what molds our relationship with our materialistic aspects of our life. Like, mm-hmm. we both be go-getters. For, for example, like, you and your partner, you just graduated with your master's. He has a good job. Like, you guys could buy a boat together. Whatever. But it's like you guys have, like, those other things about you. And, like, to me, it's like, those are things you can buy. But, like, there's, I feel like there's things you can't buy about a person. Like, about their, their like, personality. Mm-hmm. What if, like, you find someone who can do all these things for you and you can have fun on these, all these things? But when you come home to go to bed at night, you're like, what, where, like, what's the, like, what's the vibe now? Like, yeah, like, when you come home and go to bed at night and you think to yourself, who am I going to bed with if it's not the material things? If you're not always doing something exciting, if you're not always doing something that costs a lot of money, do you really like them for them? Or do they really like you for you? Yes. And it's like, so you're probably thinking, guys, girls, okay, well, so how do I know if they don't like me for my materialistic things? Don't talk about them. Don't do it. So here, here's a- Have an Audi, pick her up in the Audi. Yeah. Okay, so here's a, a parallel universe. So you go on this date, maybe you do pick her up in your Tesla or whatever it may be. Don't be like, oh yeah, this is my sweet ride. Yeah, like, look at this. Look at this feature that it has. Don't say a word. Pick her up. Ask her about her damn self. And let her ask you about you. Like, what's inside? What What is your personality? And if you're one of those people who has, like, filled your life with a lot of material possessions because you are afraid of your own personality, because, yeah, that's a thing, let's start breaking down those walls. Start opening up not about what you have, but about who you are. Because if you don't do that, that is a red flag. Yes, Alondra, and I don't know about you, but like, I like to learn things about people, like kind of as I go. Like, so for you and Dalton, like, you know, six years in or whatever, you know, you guys could be out somewhere and he could pick up like something stupid as like a freaking frog knickknack. And you're like, oh, you like frogs? And he's like, yeah, I've always liked frogs. It's like. You know what I mean? Like, are there still things yeah. you're learning about him? You're like, how did I not know this in six years? Like, I love the mystery of, like, finding out as you go rather than, hi, my name's Miranda, and these are my 20 favorite things to do in my life. Ooh, listen to this. Like, you guys have heard my thoughts about mystery and sex. Like, mystery will build sexual chemistry. We've said that in past podcasts. Here's another one. Mystery will build romance, too. Yeah. Like, for example, don't put your whole life story on a freaking notebook and hand it to someone and say, this is me. Because that's also a red flag. That's like you're opening up too much at once. That is too much. People can only handle so much. So instead of doing that, why don't you, as you go, tell someone, oh yeah, I like this too, I like this. Like, I like this kind of music sometimes, whatever it may be, because there are still things, Miranda's right, that I'm learning about my partner every single day. And that is what keeps romance alive, is because I don't know everything just yet, and I found someone I'd like to know everything about, but I'm not eager. Like, I'm not like, okay, tell me everything right now, because it will be a red flag if you ask for everything, ask for every piece of information about someone, and it's also a red flag if you give every single piece of information about yourself. Yeah, we forgot, we forgot about, we forgot to talk about something that we talked about earlier. Oh, I'm bad. We forgot to talk about the, you're single. How oh my God. No, it's okay. We'll talk about it right now. What's the next red flag? 
how are you single? You're so hot. Like, I want, I don't know why I sound like that. Like, <laughs> because it's, it, it, it's, it is a phrase that should sound really disgusting because I can't fucking stand it. I, You're not single, are you? Well, you know what, Paul? You've followed me on Instagram for five years now. You know damn well I'm not single. So don't say you're not single. No, no chance you're single. Like, Alondra, I think a turn off too is like, or a red flag is like, like, this is my biggest thing. It's like, tread lightly. Like, you could walk up to Alondra and I at the bar, decked out. You know, we're having our martinis. We're on our sixth one. We've been out for a few hours. So we're, we're you know, we're warm. And <laughs> Alondra got broken up with via text this morning. And I've been single for four years, and two guys come up to us, two Pete's. <laughs> two Pete's. And they're like, oh, are you ladies, or no, or, you know, are you single, or how are you guys single, you're so hot. And Alondra's like, looking up from her martini, like, well, I'm not deciding to be single. My man of six years broke up with me via text. And, and Miranda, like, and Miranda's like, well, you know what? I've tried to date guys, and I, you know, she's picky because she should be, as she should be. She's <laughs> mature and she knows what she wants. So yeah, she's gonna be picky. And if a guy comes up to her and says, "How are you single?" That puts Miranda down to someone who should just be with someone else rather than a powerful ass woman. Right? Yes. Like when guys say that to me, I, I almost feel uncomfortable because I'm like. So is it because of the way I look that I should be with someone? And what about you looks like you need a man or a woman? Tell me, looks like I need a boyfriend. Like, is that a pickup phrase? Like, do you really not mean that? Like, are you just trying to figure out if I have a man so you don't step on his toenail? Like, <laughs> on his one toenail? And so let me, so let us tell you this right now. Do not, men, women, gender non-conforming individuals, do not walk up to someone and say, how are you single? Instead, you should ask, how can I get this? Yeah, instead you should ask to yourself, how can I get this person to know me? Rather than pick them apart for what they do and don't have. Get rid of your materials, get rid of, like just be you. I guess the big message of what we're trying to say here is be you and stop belittling yourself to your materials, to to making someone feel like they need you because they don't need you. And just, again, I'll reiterate this, be you. Alondra, I don't know about you, but a big turnoff and red flag for me is, you know, I'm big on the little compliments like you are too. Like, you know, if you, you take me out to eat and you have a nice shirt on and I'm like, oh, I like your shirt. Like you look handsome or you look cute. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Or, you know, if a guy sends you like a or their gym pick with their eight fucking pe- twelve pack, and you're like looking looking hot or whatever you say, and they're like, nah, like I'm 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 kind of fat right now. Like I'm like um, like dude, girl. Accept the compliment. I'm the fucking queen of this. I will negate the fucking compliment and like move oh on my God. your day. Like, cause Miranda, my this makes me feel awkward. Yeah, this morning my friend commented on my Insta post, which, yeah, was probably clout searching. Like, I posted it because I thought I looked good, whatever. But the weird thing is, she messaged me and was like, you look like a little skinny mini. And I said, no, I'm actually chubby right now. 
And then I read that comment back and I was like, I could have just said thank you and like called it a day. But you know what? I didn't. And that is something I need oh, to work okay. on. Okay, I'm looking at that now. Yeah, no, well, it's like, yeah, no, I just think it's like, you know, if someone is, is well, this kind of like, I don't know, I don't know if this contradicts like what we're saying in the beginning. Like, I'm saying like, as you're, as you're getting to know someone and they're complimenting you because it's genuine, like if someone's like, oh, you're hot. And you're like, yeah, whatever, boy. Like you said, this aging girls today. I mean, we'll still say thank you, whatever. Thank you, I'll always say thank you, but um, I just feel like, you know, and especially I feel like when, you know, I, I'm very sensitive when it comes to weight. So like if someone compliments me on how I look, I'm like, how I look, you know, weight wise, I'm like, thank you so much. It means a lot. Like it means more than you know. Like I let them know that their compliment moved me because it does yeah i'm making those comments to you about your kind of like weight thing or whatever it's coming from a good spot yeah and then you're like oh i'm i'm ugly or i don't know why or you're out of my league i'm ugly i don't know why you want to talk to me i'm like oh christ yeah so we're not negating what we're saying in the beginning we're saying don't be the person that goes up and compliments someone's appearance before you actually get to know them but also don't be the person that when given compliments, you're like negating yourself and making yourself insecure because that is a red flag. If someone doesn't want to date someone that they're always going to have to counteract with, you know what, give a compliment, compliment gets rejected, then they then have to come for you. That is work. Don't become work. Just say thank you. Even if you don't think that way about yourself, that's your own journey. It's not someone else's job to lift you up all the time. Right, right, right. No, yeah, I do. I do think it does become work when, like, nothing you can say, like, kind of like make you know when that person is just constantly like throwing down like everything you're saying to them. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I feel like it's like, what the, like, what do I say now? And like me, Alondra, like I could talk to the tree or the leaf. So you know, like when I feel uncomfortable, it's like, oh fuck, because yeah, I could talk. You know, I could talk to anyone. Um. But I definitely get in times with guys where I don't know what to say or I feel uncomfortable because. Yeah, no, I get that. So guys, we've talked a lot about the red flags when you're first meeting someone, the red flags that you might see wherever. But there's this show, and this is kind of what I want to get into. Um, We have a little bit of time left, so we'll get into that. So there's this show I watched called Bojack Horseman. (laughs) If you like adult cartoons like I do, Family Guy, um, Bob's Burgers, (laughs) the whole nine, like, hit me up. I love that shit. But Bojack Horseman is probably my favorite of them all. And there's this quote, and it's either from Princess Caroline or it's from that, that owl girl that Bojack was dating. I forget. No, it was from the owl girl, I remember now. But she said, if you look at someone through rose colored glasses, all of the red flags just look like flags. Now let's let that sink in. When you look at someone through the eyes of love, through attraction, through like, through lust, those are rose colored glasses that you have on. And sometimes we miss red flags that are right in front of us, that are right in front of us of you know, someone you're in a situation for a while with, someone you're in a relationship for a while with. And, you know, one of those red flags 
me and Miranda talked about this a little bit earlier is irritability. If you're in a relationship and someone is super irritable with you, super irritable with you all the time, they're snappy, they're really clapping back at everything you say, that is a red flag. Remember, things can be reversed through communication. We've said this time and time again. Like you can really reverse that. If someone's super irritable with you, like I have been with my partner, it's because there's something going on in the relationship that they don't like. What is it that they don't like? The red flag is that the irritability is the irritability. The irritability is really gonna make you fall the fuck apart if you don't, you know, communicate and talk about it. Miranda, what's another red flag in relationships? Starts with a G, it's a horrid word, and it's not irreversible. Say it again. Gaslighting. I think I could gaslight it a lot with men. Yep. I think that they fucking do a lot of shit and they turn it on me. And I asked Alondra earlier, is it Alondra? Are there, because a lot of you girls out there love red. It's your favorite color. You love men in the red. You love the red flags and you ignore them and you go for them and you go for the same guys over and over and over again. Or the same women, or the same women. Yeah, or the same women over and over and over again. So I said to Alondra, go, we need to touch on this for those people. Are the red flags reversible? if you call them out and try and work on them. And she said, I think some things are, but I don't think gaslighting is. Gaslighting is not. Gaslighting came from a play. I forget, it's like an older play way back when. Basically this play, this production, was about a man gaslighting a woman. What does gaslighting mean? Are you listening to this and are you like, what the hell is gaslighting? This is gaslighting. Yeah, let me tell you. Gaslighting is when you make someone else feel crazy. For example, you hide their car keys even though they've specifically put them in a place they're gonna remember. You hide them and you say, I don't know where your car keys are. And they're like, wow, I put my car keys right here. I must be going crazy. And you consistently keep fucking doing this until this person really thinks they lost their minds. Yes. Yeah, it's manipulation by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. And you know what, Alondra? this might get hot for a second question me if i'm wrong i think this happens men to women more than women to men i think 100 men a lot more women are made out to be crazy not crazy that's why we made this podcast (laughs) Woo! but listen to this yes listen to this i'm you know i went through schooling i went you know through women's issues and whatnot Um, You're 100% correct, statistically speaking, because men do gaslight women more because guess what? Gaslighting is the number one sign, leading sign to physical abuse. Yes, domestic violence. Gaslighting is the number one sign. It is. So if you are being gaslighted, if you feel like you're going crazy, but you feel like you're sane, please, please realize that gaslighting exists and it's more common than you know. Get out of that situation. Light them on fire. You become the gas lighter and put gas on them and light them on fire. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Like you're gonna go to jail. But like, oh, literally, run away. Run away. Earlier, guys. No matter where you're coming from, what you're listening, gaslighting is one of the only red flags that really you cannot reverse. If you are being gaslighted, or if you are gaslighting. You need to stop and you need to get out of that situation. 
Stop, drop, and roll. Yes, I roll agree. out. I agree. It's in some. I've definitely been in situations like that before, and it's like. Oh. Yeah, let me tell you though. Here's another example for our listeners to really understand. Um, this is a common form of gaslighting in today's culture. Is where your boyfriend girlfriend will ask you to go out with their friends when you guys had like a date planned and you'll be like no we have a date planned or something or we have this to attend and they're like oh okay and then the next day comes along and they'll say to you no 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 you told me yesterday i could go like you told me yesterday that this plan was canceled and that i could go so i already made plans with the boys or girls or whatever no alondra i think the biggest form of gaslighting is when guys or girls think the other person's obsessed with them when it's in fact them obsessed with the other person. Mm-hmm. Getting they're getting rejected. They're not getting the reciprocation they want, so they put it on the other person. Yeah, I got I, that's happened to me before. I'm like, bro, like chill out. Like yeah, like no, like I think that's another big one that, and that's a red yeah. like. That's a red flag. No, yeah, because they want you to think that you're the one who's crazy. Guys, me and Miranda laugh a lot. We swear a lot. You know, we use a lot of defense mechanisms in this podcast. And a lot of the times we talk about things that are not so serious, and then we get on serious notes. Just so you know, if you're listening, this is a serious note. If you are being gaslighted, please seek help. That is not okay. It it never will be okay. But it is common. We're not just talking about this just to shoot the shit, guys. Like, it's very freaking common. So. And I think that goes back to, like, you know, what we always kind of talk about. Like, it shit has a lot to do with the other person versus you. Like, there's times where I'm like, it's not me in the situation. Like, it's the other person. And I tell Alondra, and she's like, yeah, it's not you. Like, I've known you for longer than I want to know you. But it's not you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys. Always know you're not crazy. Even if you have a mental illness, I will say this again, you are not crazy. Like, you're not. You just have a disorder that needs to be worked through and coped with. <laughs> you know, you're not fucking crazy. Miranda's laughing funny, at me. It's not funny. But um, no, like you're, you're a fucking human being and you're allowed to feel however you want. This episode, like, I hope like, you know, there's a lot of meaning to it and I think there is. Um, but it's good. I think it's good to like break up a little bit because we are very like serious at, at some points. Like people tell me that they cried over like the ghosting episode and the cheating episode. Um, which hey, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, we love to elicit some emotion, and I know this one might be triggering for a lot of people. And I apologize we didn't put a trigger trigger warning on gaslighting. We kind of just got into it. Me and Miranda don't plan this; it comes out, but. Remember, always look at the red flags. You are not crazy. And we're not going to leave this podcast without saying goodbye. Loving like, him is not red. Like yeah. Swift said, it's not red, girl. Boy. Yeah. Loving him, loving her is it's not, not red. red. It is not red. Get out of the red flags. Always say goodbye if you're leaving a date. Please. We love you guys. <laughs> always say goodbye and be fucking courteous. Um... We love you all. XOXO, you're not crazy. And let us know about the merch. Oh, yeah. Let us know what you want. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Crazy. Come back every Thursday. Bye, bitches. We're going to get real.
Ta-ta!